from round the corner to your street and neighbourhood. This is Pablo for breakfast. Checking in with Alexandra, founder of the opinion website, thebigsmoke.com.au, for some of our hot topics this morning. And let's start with Sports Illustrated, Alex, because they recently published some articles that were AI-generated by fake writers. These quickly disappeared, though. Yeah, so this is a, a, a massive issue for a lot of publications. We've seen quite a few outlets actually generate articles using completely AI-written content. Mm-hmm. Um, and they typically get, you know, they either disclose it and they're quite honest about it, or they get embarrassed when they're called out for it and delete the articles. But what was interesting about the Sports Illustrated articles is that they actually developed entire personas around the writers. They had headshots. Um, you know, they made it like it was a real journalist. Um, and there were quite a lot of them. So it wasn't a one-off thing. So they were questioned about it. And the person who was involved with the creation of that content asked to be kept anonymous because they were really concerned about their career and what that would mean for, for you know, the future progress beyond, you know, Sports Illustrated. Mm. So it was, um, it, was a, it was a problem. And again, it was just about, you know, not being transparent around the use of AI. Um, so not only were the articles incorrect and not checked properly, but they actually had AI-generated headshots and bios, and it just made it look like they'd hired a whole bunch of journalists that weren't real. Mm. And that's kind of gets the sticky. I, I think if people, if you're honest with it, I think people will probably accept it. When you're trying to hide behind smokes and mirrors, that's where it gets a bit, gets a bit icky. Well, yeah, and also we've seen this happen um, recently also with a, a tech conference um, in the US where they actually created um, a group of female speakers for the conference that were all generated through AI. So they pretended like they had all these women who were attending and speaking at the event, and then it was it was found out that they were all completely AI generated. So again, it was about the lack of transparency mm. um, and, you know, the fact that auto-generated profiles um, about different speakers was trying to be passed off as real. Now, speaking of AI, a recent survey came out that found that half of tech workers actually believe AI, it's all hype. Yeah, so this was a study that was done uh, across a number of different people in, in tech. Uh, they found that 51% of the people in the survey believed that AI was overrated, but 25% believed it was underrated. Um, and, you know, it was it was across a number of different people in different roles. So it was engineers, designers, but also uh, people in the C-suite. So it wasn't just people that were working actually on the tools. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea behind it also is that, you know, we see more and more businesses um, use the term AI to be seen as progressive and like they're really being innovative and um, um, but they're not really using innovative innovative versions of AI. They're just using, you know, for example, um, you know, if you think about Grammarly and tools like that, they've been around for a long time, and that is a form of AI. Mm. So, you know, saying that we create tools that are AI generated or, 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 you know, you have to really think through, is that an innovative, you know, product or not? Yeah. Or is it just almost like a patchwork quilt of other AI um, app, uh, applications that are out there put together? So, you know... That, that's the problem. And I think for a lot of companies, the issue is going to be, do they create innovative pro- products that are based on um, AI and, and that that's really unique to the market? Or are they just using the term to, to be seen as progressive and, and to be seen as really innovative? So what's your thoughts? Do you find it useful? Do you think it's all hype or what do you reckon? 
No, I think that it is a part of our culture and it has been for a number of years, but since ChatGPT has, have come, has come out, people keep using AI as if it's this really new thing mm. when, when it's not. Yeah. Um, I think where we're going to, to see great progress is with the with the um, push of robotics um, and, and, and areas like that. I don't think having a ChatGPT tool that allows you to make sure that you're phrasing things correctly is that, you know, innovative or progressive it's something that we've had for a number of years uh now let's switch back to the real world male birds need to sing a variety of hits to find love this is very cute I know, I love this. So this was from the Manchester Metropolitan University in England. And basically what they did was they identified what, what it took for a male bird to connect or gain the attention of a female bird. This is all about the evolution of bird songs. Um, and it also gives us a great insight into how birds actually interact and they court each other. <laughs> um, we've seen a number of different studies around animals and how they court each other. And it's quite, some is, some is sweet, some is really disturbing. But, you know, this was around 7,000 songs that were being sung by the birds um, during the courtship, you know, phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they found was that the birds had to try different vocal consistencies and patterns and over time that that actually then heightened female arousal and excitement and that's how they connected with the bird so it wasn't just the same song across all of the birds it was almost similar to a human male who is trying different i i I likened it to trying different pickup lines and trying to work out which one works um this was the 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 the, I, i guess the the vocal version of that pattern of notes and all of that for a bird. Um, so it, it was a, it was a cute, and it was also around um, the way that the birds would sing would indicate physical prowess. So you know they just like with humans on line dating, you know they want to be seen as having great social status and mm. they're really tough and they're really strong and they're you know they're they're very manly or you know whatever whatever it might be that they're trying to lean on. It's all of those qualities of a, of a good mate is what the birds were trying to represent in their songs now your husband mark if he was singing to you does it do it for you yeah mark is a great singer it's just like a low-key rap um <laughs> and it's just really you know deadpan and that's that's very attractive to me i would definitely if he was if he was sitting in a tree rapping i would be definitely getting married again <laughs> you'd be climbing up uh the big you jump on there, join the convo, find your song uh, on there as well. And uh, Alex will chat next week. Thank you. The feel good start to your day. This is Pablo for breakfast. Travel and-